This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get this. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? Welcome to episode 112, the official podcast at RaidersBeat.com. Not a good mood right now. Not a good mood at the Raider Cody podcast. A little disappointed. I don't like seeing 45 points hung up on our football team. Not very good. I spent my weekend hanging out real quick. I spent my weekend uh, hanging out in in Pismo Beach with my wife for our five-year anniversary. Had a good time. Spent two nights. No kids. Enjoyable. Breath of fresh air. And then I come back to straight heart attack levels again. Blood pressure through the roof. Man. Raider Nation, let your thoughts out. Let those feelings out. I feel the same. That's what we are. I talked about it last time. After every loss, hey, let those emotions out. That's what we are. We're an emotional fan base. That's what makes Raider Nation so great is because we love them so much. Absolutely crazy. I do want to give a shout out. I met one guy. Um, it was actually a couple while we're sitting around the, the fire. Our hotel has these little campfires out in the back, kind of like a little backyard setting. And obviously I'm like wearing Raiders gear. Right. I'm like wearing Raiders gear. There's a Chiefs fan in the chat. Shout out to the Chiefs fan in the chat. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, and he obviously like noticed I was a Raiders fan and uh, brought up his dad. He's not really like a big football guy. He can't really pick a team. I think he's diehard. He, I think he's, he's low-key Raiders fan. He just doesn't want to admit it. His wife's a 49er fan. Um, but he actually, uh, his dad had passed away recently this year. And he said that the one thing that he um, remembers the most about his dad and what he enjoyed the most about his dad was his dad on Sundays and watching the Raiders get him off the couch. Like no matter what his state of health was, every Sunday the Raiders somehow got him off the couch and got him excited and he never missed a Raiders game. So uh, that was cool, man. That was cool to hear while we're just on vacation. Shout out to Edgar in the chat. Appreciate the appreciate the donation. 45 in our house. F everyone on the D-line office yeah yeah you know hanging 45 on us isn't it's not pretty to see I would like to see the offense do a little bit more there's a few opportunities that you know we I think we missed out on uh but man the defense getting 45 hung on them you can't compete with that you cannot compete with that and even all the other wins this was one of those games where I felt like you know the Bucks offense controlled us most of the time but when it came down to the end of the game the games that we won the defense kind of held up Man, we had like 21 points allowed in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Sue got away with a nut punch. Yeah, saw that. Saw that. I'm going to try and lighten the mood, though, a little bit this episode because, oh, I mean, obviously, Stage Door Casino is a, a big part of the show. It's something that we love to do whenever we're in Vegas. That's Every time I go to Vegas, I'm at Stage Door Casino. And Stage Door Casino 
is putting up three giveaway items. Three, not one, not two, but three giveaway items. So first, I'm going to be giving away a hat, Raiders hat. It's a um, little bit, uh, a little bit different. Culture Kings Raiders hat, pretty cool. Then we're going to be giving away a Culture Kings Raiders long sleeve shirt, and then we're going to be giving away a Josh Jacobs jersey. Yeah, so we got three giveaway items throughout the show, and I'm going to give you a little heads up now. If you want to win those giveaway items. If you want to win those giveaway items, you have to go in the description of this episode and you got to follow the four social media accounts that I've listed for Stage Door Casino because that's what this is brought to you by. I do want to give a quick shout out to, as well, to my guy, Kenny King Jr. Kenny King won't be joining us today. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of messages being held for review because I know everybody's frustrated. It's okay. Um, Kenny King won't be joining us today because he's been, um, obviously with his mom and his mom is, um, battling cancer again, going to defeat cancer for a second time. Um, stage four in the bones. It's not good. Shout out to my guy, Kenny King. If you, if you're, if you're available, um, prayers up for my guy, KK. And we also have something running for him and his mother. You can go to one nation foundation.net and a $10 donation buys you a raffle ticket to win an autographed and framed Josh Jacobs jersey. We're giving that away tomorrow, uh, giving that away tomorrow. Uh, so onenationfoundation.net, every 10 bucks is a, is a ticket. So if you donate 40 bucks, that's four raffle tickets. Um, we're up over, I think, $1,500 right now, and we're going to be giving that away tomorrow. It's another way. we got a lot of giveaway items. Obviously, the mood's down, but we're going to do our best here, Raider Nation, to do some good stuff. See a lot of defense stuff in here. We're going to get into that. Right now. You know what? We're going to quit messing around. A lot of comments. I want to hit on them throughout the game. But let's do these. Uh, let's go through these game notes. First quarter, right? The Bucks come out, and we hold them to a three and out. You see, like, an overthrow on Gronk. Defense kind of, like, maybe has a little momentum. Like, we're doing something good, right? Three and out to start the game off. Awesome. Looks good. Raiders get the ball back. Big throw to Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, like low key, like I feel like is our biggest, our biggest free agency signing this offseason. Low key. Like I, the drops into the game, like I get it. A couple of them were pretty tough, so I'm not going to like completely like hold them to it. But I will say, Nelson Aguilar, I don't know what to do with my phone here. I'm a mess. Uh, we established the run, I felt like. Got the, got Jacobs the ball. You know, he probably had like 10 to 12 rushing yards. Kind of established it. And we put points on the board, 7 nothing. It was great, right? So then the Bucks come back and they respond, right? Um, they get a big throw to Gronk. They kind of get their passing game established. They, they kind of look like they're starting to tear apart our defense a little bit. So I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. Um, And Tom Brady goes in. Quarterback sneak, touchdown, 7-7. So at that point, 7-7, thinking this can go either way. This can absolutely go either way. We got a little shootout. The Bucks defense was the top defense going into this game. They were allowing the fewest yards per game going into, in, into right now into week seven. And our offense was moving the ball on them. Just like what we did, it, like I've said, against the Chiefs, against the Saints, we could move the ball on them. Remind you, we're coming into this game without Trent Brown. Because Trent Brown, I don't know, I guess decides to have a little fun on his bye week. Not wear his tracker. Uh, somehow come in contact with the virus and test positive. Because he didn't wear his tracker, offensive line gets no practice all week long. Yeah, not... Not really the smartest thing I think we could do right now. Mood's down right now, Raider Nation. The mood is down. So we come back out, slow start. We get the ball back. And it looks kind of like we're getting stuffed up. John Gruden calls a fake punt. Fake punt, I believe is Jeff Heath, gets the ball, picks up the first down. Okay, we're moving, right? Then there's a big play to rugs. And that's what's awesome about Ruggs is he's not just a, a deep ball guy. He's not just a speedster. He can run routes. He ran this beautiful route, gets the ball in a little out route, um, goes and picks up like, shoot, like 20 yards, right? Takes us into the second quarter. That almost fumble call. I don't know, man, these freaking refs, dude. 
I'm so tired of complaining about the refs. I wish I didn't have to. Uh, so right now, it's like we're – I mean, Derek clearly throws the ball 10 yards down the field, and they somehow ruled like a fumble. You go and watch the replay, clearly incomplete pass. They call it back, incomplete pass, whatever. We get down, we kick a field goal, 10-7. 10-7, pretty good football game at the beginning of the second quarter. Shout out to the chat, everybody involved in the chat. I'm keeping up with your comments here. And it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Number 66. We're going to get into that whenever that happened throughout the game. Bucks get the ball. A few short plays. Tom throws a few incomplete passes. Punts it. Okay, we're doing good. Raiders get the ball back. All of a sudden, a lot of pressure's coming. Offensive line isn't holding up. We punt it. Not going our way. The Bucks get the ball back. They drive down the field. Tom Brady's starting to pick apart, pick apart our secondary, and they score. Touchdown. So they're up. 10 to 14, right? And I'm telling you, like, the, the Raiders' offensive line at this point, going, like, late into the second quarter, like, they're getting worked. They're getting absolutely worked. And I don't know what it is. I think, I feel like Derek was trying to do the best to create space. There was times he was making, like, some really off-balance throws. There was, a, there was an overthrow down the field at one point to, I believe it was Waller. Um, and that was because basically just, it was, I think Witten just got, I mean, completely just bull rushed right into DC. He couldn't even plant, couldn't pu- couldn't push forward, couldn't lean into the throw, and, and he couldn't get the ball down the field the way he wanted. So he sailed it a little bit. Man, the, the pass rush was really getting us. And that's what the Bucks are known for, man. They're known for bringing pressure. This is This wasn't something new to us. This wasn't something out of the ordinary. Like, it's something we planned for. But that right side of that offensive line just, it's not the same. Trent Brown, it's not the same. Like, what are we going to do here to where, I mean, he finally gets on the field for one time. Like, bro, like the, the frustration, like the reason I'm so mad is because we need you 77. Like we need you on the field. I'm not mad because you're just some mediocre player and we, we think we don't need you. I don't think you're overrated. You know what I mean? Like just figure it out. Like get your stuff together and be able to get on the field for us. That's all I'm asking. Like, I just want to see you playing because you're good. I feel like there's a, there, there's a point to where I, we might not even beat the Chiefs had you not been on the field because you played phenomenal. Our offensive line was great being intact. We don't have Richie Incognito. I get it, but Trent Brown, we just want you on the field. Whatever it takes. Like, quit blaming other people. And I don't want to see you get put on the COVID list where you can't play your buddy you just hung out with can't play football on his birthday because you're irresponsible not wearing your tracker and nobody knows what's going on. The, the entire offensive line couldn't practice all week because you weren't wearing your tracker. Just be more responsible. Take more responsibility and find a way to get on the football field because 77, we need you on the football field. We want to see you play football and we get excited every time you're out there because you're a good football player. You're just not good at sometimes making choices and, and stop the cryptic tweets. That frustrates me. Don't get on Twitter and tweet about things. It's absolutely frustrating. The chat's going wild. So Tom Brady goes down the field and he scores a touchdown before half. Raiders get one play. They're, we're down 10 to 21 at halftime. Not looking good. Not looking good. Before we get into the second half breakdown, we're going to go ahead and, uh, like I said, make sure you, you, you go into, shout out to uh, Van Guy in the chat. I uh, didn't know the whole defense was on quarantine too and missed the whole week of practice. Uh, fire Paul Gunther or this season is pretty much over. I mean, I'm not going to argue anything that you just said. Paul Gunther's definitely on the hot seat. He has been in the, <laughs> the entire season. The few wins that they've had, the defense was just able to kind of just hold on enough for us to win the football game. This week, obviously not the case. So before we get in the second half breakdown, we're going to do this giveaway. We're gonna, first giveaway, and we're going to give away a Raiders hat. And the way we're going to do this, this is obviously through Stage Door Casino. So make sure you go down in the description. There's like four links. You got to be following, liking, or subscribe to all of Stage Door's accounts. And I want you to go in the chat right now, and I want you to spam Stage Door Casino in the chat. Spam the chat, and I'm going to pick the winner off of your chat. So whoever's chatting, Stage Door Casino, spam Stage Door Casino, and that's how I'm going to pick the winner here of a Raiders hat. That's how I'm going to do all the all the winners. So make sure you spam it. I can double check and see who clicked the link. So make sure you you, you double check those. But I will say, man, at halftime, like the the mood was down. The mood for me was just it was frustrating. 
what are we going to do? We're going to be able to pick this thing back up, getting one play. I know we get the ball back at half. What is going to be going on here? What is going to be going on here? Super frustrating. Super frustrating. I see the chat starting to come through. I'll tell you guys, Stage Door Casino is a spot. November 22nd, we'll be there. November 22nd in Las Vegas. We're going to be doing our thing. Have a live show, watch party. So if you guys are there, if you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, plan your trip to Stage Door Casino. We're going to be having a good time. So I see the chats coming through. We're going to keep we're going to keep it rolling. Keep keep you guys spamming the chat, Stage Door Casino. Um my guy John down there, man. I'm telling you this place is uh it's authentic Raider fans. Raider Nation is just oozing out of the walls. We love it. It's really cool for them to give put up some giveaway items. Three giveaway items. Really awesome. Hat, long sleeve shirt, jersey. Josh Jacobs jersey at that. Gotta love yourself some Josh Jacobs. I want to get into Josh Jacobs a little bit too. So let's pick this winner. This first winner. See you guys spamming stage door casino. And random. Let me double check your stats. And the first winner of the Raider hat is going to be Raider Reggie. So Raider Reggie, make sure you uh, message me on Twitter, Instagram, or Stage Door. Let them know you won the Raiders hat, um, and we'll get back after it. So get into the second half of this game. The second half of this game, the Raiders come out, and I don't know what our deal is with illegal formations. <sighs> Why can't we set up right? And what's weird is, um, it, I believe it was on Sam Young, if he was still in the game. I believe it was on, no, it was on Parker. It was on Brandon Parker, I believe. And uh, Gabe Jackson's at right. And Jackson was lined up further back off center than the freaking right tackle was. So whatever. I mean, maybe they were too far back. I don't really care. I get it. But it's still stupid. I cannot stand that crap. Pre-snap penalties are just the worst. I cannot freaking stand that crap. So six plays in that drive, and that, that ends up in a punt. After that punt, the Bucks get the ball back. 70-yard drive. They eat up like five minutes of the clock. They kick a field goal. So they're up 10 to 24. Still a two-score game. Still no, you know, not a huge deal. Not looking good for us. But at that point, I had hope, right? So we get the ball back, and we're down two scores, 14 points. Shout out to Stage Door. Um, we're down 14 points. Big play to Nelson Aguilar. Huge play to Nelson Aguilar. And Loki, like I said earlier, probably one of the biggest free agent signings that you'll have. Absolutely insane. And Darren Waller scores a touchdown. National Tight Ends Day, right? I think is what they, what they deemed it. So it's cool. Like we're kind of back in this game, 17, 24. Then after that touchdown, Gabe Jackson gets ejected. Does anybody want to try and explain in the chat why Gabe Jackson got ejected? Because I sure can't think of anything. I didn't see anything he did. Would they get involved in a little scuffle? I've never seen something so flat out ridiculous I've never seen something so flat out ridiculous by the refs in my life. I, like I said, I'm so tired. Of, I'm so sick and tired of <laughs> talking about the refs. But how do you eject this guy? Like we're already down a right tackle, and then you go and eject our right guard for what? Like there, it, it was like a little like pile pile up on the offensive line. He kind of like shuffles them off, and <sighs> I've never seen something so ridiculous in my life. Jackson got ejected because he plays for the Raiders. That's probably the most viable explanation I've seen or can understand because it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Gabe Jackson, Jackson, Gabe Jackson should not have been ejected in this football game. There's no reason at all. Yeah, he got ejected because the Raiders are four points away. We were that, I mean, <clears throat> we are one score away with seven points. What the heck? Frustrating. Absolutely frustrating. So after that ejection, uh, Bucks had a big time. Uh, we got a big time stop on the Bucks. Three and out, they punt it. We get the ball back. We go down and we kick a field goal. And this was a time where I didn't think that we should have kicked a field goal. I really don't think we should have kicked a field goal. There's not a single part of me that thinks that we should have kicked a field goal right there. I mean, hey, whatever. We got points on the board. Cool. We got to 20. 
But that's if you're trusting your defense. And at that time, like, our defense wasn't really holding on to much. Like, cool, yeah, maybe we forced a punt on the drive before, but that's not enough to not go for it on fourth down. See someone in the chat. Can you talk about the Mullen pass interference call? The Mullen pass interference call was a pass interference call. It was a pass interference call. A little chinsy. I get it. That little grab. I get it. But I believe it was a pass interference. I feel like that was Mullen because he bit. You got to grab him because at that point you're saving six points. And it was pretty close. I mean, if not six points, you're saving a big play. So he grabs him, whatever, eight yards in or five yards in, and it saves a 20-plus yard play. So I think that was a good play just by Mullen. And I feel like Mullen had a great game uh, despite that. And I'm not going to put that on the refs. But the one thing I will put on the refs again is, is the the Paul Gunther. Or not the Paul Gunther. Yeah, the Paul Gunther. But the, the Gabe Jackson ejection. That's a bunch of crap. Cody. Fred in the chat says, Cody, I don't like Brady. I don't like Brady either. I don't like Brady either. Yeah, so what? He has a good game. He's still washed. I don't freaking care. Still pisses me off. So after that, we go down. Um, Tom Brady gets the ball back for that fourth down and converts a freaking third and 13. How many dang third and longs? Like third and way too long. Third and 10, you shouldn't be able to convert a third and 10. When we get into third and 10, it's a wrap. Like it's very rare that we convert a third and long, and as it is for a lot of teams. But the Bucks get a third and 13. They dump it off to Fournette. He gets 10 yards, and our guys are just sitting at the first down marker, hoping he's just going to fall down in front of the first down marker. What kind of play calling is that? Get up and get aggressive. I'm so tired of us getting soft and sitting back and like waiting for the play to come to us, and hopefully we'll make the stop just in time of the first down marker. Like, get up there. Keep playing aggressive. Don't just change your scheme and get soft. I get so sick of that crap. Quit getting soft. So stupid. That, that's where Paul Gunther, that's why he's on the hot seat right now. That's why he's on the hot seat. Just a little dump off on third and 13. They pick up the first down because our guys are what? Trained to be just waiting. Let's sit and see if he falls down. Let's hope we can make a stop right at the first down marker after 13 yards. It's so frustrating. Quit being soft, Paul Gunther. Quit turning this defense into being soft. We finally get the players and the personnel and the personalities on our defense to get a little fired up and get a little energy. Shout out to the chat. Sheesh, man. I'm telling you. Do Ace Kane. Appreciate the donation. I was going to be in Vegas for this game, but I got moved. Raiders had a chance until the third quarter. What's up with Trent? He's effing up. Yeah, man. I mean, I just want to see him on the field. I appreciate the donation, man. I just want to see him on the field. I don't really know. Like, I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of the details. Just play some dang football. That's why we paid you. I've never seen somebody have so many issues to be on the field as of recent as Trent Brown. It's frustrating. Just play some football. I don't care. No excuses. Quit blaming others. Get off Twitter. I'm pissed, guys. Sorry. I'm pissed. The emotions are coming out right now because this is a game I wanted to win. Shout out to Ra- Raider Reggie. Happy to be winner of the hat. I'm so frustrated over the game, but this made my day better. I'll continue to support your channel. Appreciate you, Reggie. Uh, yeah, that's just the first giveaway. Stay tuned. We're going to be giving away a long sleeve shirt. And shortly, we're going to be talking to um, actually the operations manager of Stage Door Casino, John. I'll be calling in to him pretty soon. So after that third and 13, they go down, they score a touchdown. Derek throws a ball, goes off the fingertips. Uh, Nelson Aguilar gets picked. <sighs> okay, that's fine. I mean, whatever. Like, this point, shoot, it's freaking 20 to 31. It was kind of like last-ditch effort. Nelson Aguilar had a few drops in there. Um, he, was, he was under a lot of pressure. He made the throw, got it on the hands, gets picked. Okay, so <laughs> then the Bucks drive down. They score a touchdown. I can tell you every time after this, the Bucks touched the ball, they drove down, they score a touchdown, right? So the Raiders go four plays and out. Derek takes a huge shot on fourth down. You guys remember that. Turnover on downs. Bucks get the ball, drive down, and score a touchdown. Man, I wish our defense could make a stop at some point. 21 points in the fourth quarter. It was a 24-20 game. 24-20 at some point. We had a chance. We're in it. And, uh, man, we just let it get away. Frustrating. Like I said, this is a game that was marked on my calendar, and I wanted to see a big win. Big, big win. I cannot stand Tom Brady. Absolutely pisses me off. So, I don't know, man. That's 
that's what I got for this right now. That's what I got for this um, game breakdown. I'm going to take a quick break, um, and when we come back, we're going to be talking to John from Stage Door Casino. So be right back. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to give you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates you will see fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Football is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on these action uh, this season with opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so joining me live right now from Stage Door Casino, our man, John. What is going on, brother? Oh, just licking my wounds after that loss. Good grief. That was brutal. It's rough, isn't it? I don't really know like what else to even get from this. Um, we go into this thing, you know, like I feel like we're coming coming in hot, but we we take this bye week, we get some humps in our road with Trent Brown in this COVID situation, um, and we came out. I felt like we still, you know, put up a fight. I felt like the team looked good. What the heck went wrong, John? I don't know. You know, in the bar today, everybody blamed Trent Brown. So every time we had a bad call, a bad play, a mistake, everybody just said. It's Trent Brown's fault. So that's what we're doing in Vegas. We're, we're blaming Trent Brown for everything. You know, that's all it takes, man. We're a football team. And, you know, and it's right. the ultimate team right. sport. And whenever you have that one guy, that one bad apple, and we had it last year. Luckily, we cut him loose before the game was over or before the season started, should I say. And having yep. Trent Brown out there kind of just, I don't want to say screwing off, but not taking responsibility and not and not making it a priority to be on the football field, that's all it takes to kind of throw off that rhythm right there. So, uh, definitely disappointing, but John, we are uh, doing some giveaways, man. We already uh, Raider Reggie won the hat, and we got the long sleeve nice. and the jersey coming up, man. So you gave away some stuff too at your place tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave away a jersey, we gave away a hat, we gave away a long sleeve. Um, everybody that came in got a uh, Raider Modelo uh, bottle opener. We gave away some beads, go. some glasses. I mean, it was a good day. It was a good day. All in all, you know, we had a lot of fun. We didn't get the W, but. Uh, we still had a good time. That's what Raider Nation is about. Exactly. And that's why every time you're in Vegas, no matter what, it doesn't matter if I'm doing a show there or not, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be going on at Stage Door Casino in Las Vegas. Every single game day, home games, away games, doesn't matter. Shout out to the chat, Van Guy. Third and 13 and players sitting back really confused. This really isn't the only game we've done this. This is a coaching problem. And yes, I believe that, <laughs> I think Paul Gunther's almost set a record now for third and long conversions. And I don't even know what to even think of this. Like that was a time for us to get off the field. That, that was after we decided to kick the field goal instead of going for it. And I get it. Maybe we should have went for it on fourth down, but just make like, that was the, the, the John thinking like, yeah, he trusts his defense. Like forgive him. I feel like for trusting his defense to go out there and put him in a third and 13 situation and not convert. That's frustrating because had they just made a simple stop, 
It was right there in front of him. He dumped it off. He had 10 right. yards to run. Had they made that stop, the John Gruden field goal call, putting the ball back in the offense's hands, and I felt like we probably could have made something out of it. Um, that gets all thrown out the toilet. John, I'm frustrated. I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's just a, just a bad game all around. So there definitely needs to be some changes, you know, whether it's player personnel or coaching or whatever. I'm not qualified to say, but uh, they've got to find something and uh, correct it and uh, put a better product on the field. Yeah, yeah, I'm not qualified to say either, but I will say Nick Kwiatkowski's kind of been like I think the glue, the little bit of glue that's been on this defense, making us somewhat tick at times. But, man, just the secondary. I mean, I get it. We're beat up. I get it. Like, you know, there's, there's a part of me that sees what's going on. No Arnett. Seeing Nevin Lawson getting picked on almost every other play, it seemed like, on the ball. If there's a ball going down the field, you could almost guarantee it was going to be on Nevin Lawson. Um, and, and seeing Jeff Heath and Eric Harris trying to manage um, a safety duo that they haven't had until, what, Wednesday? That was the first time they probably played together. So we need Jonathan right. Abram back. Um, maybe get some, you know, Jeff Heath obviously worked in there with him because I feel like Heath's been playing pretty decent. Um, and hopefully get our net back in the next, if not this week, but the week after. And, man, I mean, we, we started clicking at times, but I'm not really sure. But, John, what is um, on the agenda for the next couple games over there at Stage Door? What can we expect? Um, You know, just a good time. You know, good time. We're, we're going with the Browns and then uh... – you know, we'll see what we do after that, but uh, expect some giveaways, expect uh, more shots. I think today after every touchdown, we did a shot of fireball, free shot of fireball. So plenty of people got Raider wasted today, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's how we, that's how we roll. We had a couple birthdays today. That's how we roll at stage door. So, uh, you know, come out, have a good time, cheer for the team and uh, you know, yeah, and be Give ready for no, November 22nd. November 22nd, we're going to have a huge watch November party there. 22nd. And if you got a plan, yep. if you're only planning one game to get to Vegas, that's going to be the one game that I ask you to try and get there for because Stage Door, man, uh, they, they get packed out. Get there early. I'm going to keep saying this. I, I, t- I told everybody during the home opener, get there early. People are showing up at noon with a line, and they're a little frustrated. I'm like, well, hey, I told you. I tried to warn you. Yeah, we had people showing up at 1 o'clock for the game, and uh, that, uh, that's don't work. not going to work. But. That yeah. Hey, shout out to Gorilla Rilla. It was his birthday today. So happy birthday to Gorilla yeah. Rilla. And uh, he came out here and he had a good time in Las Vegas as well. So we didn't, like I said, we didn't get the W, but we still had a good time. Good stuff. John, as soon as you get off this line, I'm going to be giving away the long sleeve shirt. But man, I appreciate you calling in and uh, I appreciate our relationship, bro. And we'll see you soon. All right. Take care. That'll do it. So in the chat, spam, stage door casino, we're going to be giving away the long sleeve shirt. Long sleeve shirt to one lucky winner. 21 points in the fourth quarter, though, man. It's frustrating. What what do you see out of Paul Gunther? What do you see out of Paul Gunther? And that's that's the the aggravating part, in my opinion. I think I might have missed a super chat back here. Let me see if I can back it up a little bit. Yeah, KC. There's no way Gunther called that game against Kansas City. We didn't play good at all today. Total 180, total 180 from last week. What happened? KC, appreciate the comment in the super chat. Um, I, that's a good question. What happened? I mean, maybe the personnel, it could be, they, you know what I mean? It could play a little thing in it. I'm not going to, you know, completely just like give them like, you know, I'm not going to try and come up with like a scapegoat here, but I don't know, man. Like, and it's not surprising. It's not like our defense, like at times is phenomenal. Even against Kansas City, like, there was just a few of those drives where we came in clutch. And this week, we just didn't have those few drives where we came in clutch. We had, like, two good stops. But we needed that a lot more. A lot more. So that just didn't work for us. Simon SC in the chat. Gunther needs to go. Was not aggressive enough. Uh, Tom Brady is old and fragile. Shake him for the win. And we just couldn't get any pressure. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, I don't know, guys. I, I literally have no answers. I have no answers for what we're doing here. Literally, stage door casino in the chat. I love it. We're going to pick this winner right now. And let me double check here. Cool. Qualified. Mr. Ruiz. Mr. Ruiz in the chat. You've won a Raiders long sleeve shirt by Culture Kings. Make sure you DM me or stage door casino. On Twitter or Instagram, 
and you will uh, you'll win you'll uh, get that long sleeve shirt shipped to you. John will take care of you. In the chat again, Daniel, we need a defense or a better supporting cast for the offense. I agree, man. I absolutely agree. I feel like something like this isn't very deserving just because it's a loss. I'm still going to do it week in a week out in, the, in a standout player that I find as being a dude that was fun to watch this week. Um, and for me, my, you know what? Let's hold on. Let's get, let's do this the right way. Let's do this the right way. Like I said, although we took a loss, I'm really excited with this free agency pickup and who I felt stood out the most in the Raiders versus Bucks football game. And my lights out player of the game this week, I, despite the drops, despite the two or three drops that he had at the end of the at the end of the game, I'm gonna say it's Nelson Aguilar. And Nelson Aguilar for me has been exceptional. A guy that's coming out, he's he's outplaying really the rest of the wide receiver room. I love Henry Ruggs and the talent and the threat that he brings. But Nelson Aguilar's coming in and kind of proven to be like almost a go-to target. Derek's looking at him more than he's looking at Waller or Ruggs or anybody for that matter. Uh, even if Brian Edwards, I felt like, was put back in and I felt like he wasn't being rushed back just because of Nelson Aguilar. And even if he was healthy and even if was, even if even if Brian Edwards could have played this week, he's going to be battling for snaps with Nelson Aguilar. Like I said, you know, the drops, whatever, it's going to happen. There's a couple of them in there. Real, real shifty, real awkward, but he's made some huge catches. So hopefully now that he can, you know, like readjust and get out of his own head, because that's I don't want this thing to be a mental thing. I want Nelson Aguilar to know, know that he's played great and that he can get back out there and make those huge plays for us, because Nelson, Nelson Aguilar has been our best wide receiver on this on this football team. So, yeah, that's that's my Lights out, player of the game. <laughs> I see in the comments, get real Raider Cody. Brady was a fun player to watch. I don't know about you guys. I don't see the opposing team playing well and thinking it's fun. But that's just me. So let's... Uh... <sighs> Raider Nation. I'm a big Nelson Aguilar fan. Probably one of the biggest free agency pickups that we've had this year. Like, by far. So, probably by far, I would say Nelson Aguilar was was the biggest. Oh, man. We're going to take some callers here in just a minute. Some live callers. I know you guys love that kind of stuff. Raider Nation, football season is upon us. And due to quarantine, it's very possible that you might have Robert Gallery's haircut in your pants. And that's why our partners at Manscaped have partnered with us to make sure you don't gamble on shaving your balls the same way that you gamble on football. So when it comes to men's hygiene, Manscaped is as good and safe as Josh Jacobs in a PPR league. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man because of their ceramic blade and skin safe technology. Your nicks and snags will be reduced, and this is the perfect protection you needed for your franchise quarterback. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof. Ah, yeah, and it's got an LED light on it too game changer right there no one likes an ungroomed set of feet fingers and most importantly balls that's why they have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0 the perfect package 3.0 comes with a new and improved lawnmower performance boxer briefs and a travel bag for you to use when we're done quarantining and some other liquid formulations like the crop preserver yeah little deodorant down there or the crop reviver little last minute spritzer get it smelling good down there the ladies love it so for a limited time, subscribers get not one, but two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the patented high-performance anti-chaffing Manscaped Boxer Briefs. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code RaiderCody at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code RaiderCody. It's time to give your testies the absolute besties with Manscaped. have it visit manscaped man good friends good friends at manscaped so like i said we're gonna be taking some callers here let's pop this number up on the screen there it is if you're listening to the post-produced podcast there's a number on the screen during the live chat i only take live callers now 
And let's see, taking our first live caller in here. Caller, state your name. Where are you calling from? Raider Spawn out of uh, Virginia. Virginia. Doing, what do you, What do you think about this this uh, this game, man? A little little wild, a little wild. Not hey. not the outcome we wanted, but what are your thoughts? Hey, I called you. I think it was week two or three. I think it was the Bills game about these third downs. They just sit back there. I said it. I said it on the show. They sit back there and wait. There is nobody in anyone's face. Let receivers run run all over the field. They're just doing whatever they want. I'm yeah. just done. I'm sick of it. We need to draft a right tackle, and the rest needs to be defense. Like this, this defense is a joke. Yeah, that's Gunther like a frustrating. Problem. With, yeah, go ahead. Gunther is a problem, but the players out there, outside of Abram, Nick, and freaking um, Mullen, they're they're all soft. Yeah, no, that's a, that's the thing. It's like it's like a two player defense, and I don't know what it is. That, yeah. That's the frustrating part with Brady. It's like he's um, out there throwing to just wide open guys. All the time. Everybody's yeah, I lost. I don't understand it. I don't understand how you can go from the game of K- the second half of KC game to this. Like, there's never any consistency with this team on defense, on the defensive side. Been watching since 95. Yeah. The, our best defense was back in, you know, early 2000s. After that, it's been the same defense every year. Yeah. No, dude, I completely and then agree. People want to blame, and then people want to blame Carr. You can only, you can't win games if your if your defense is giving up an average of like forty points a game. Yeah. Only one to do that is like Breeze, and that's very rare. Yeah, and everyone wants to blame Carr. I don't understand it. Yeah, top five offense, bottom five defense. I think it's easy to see, you know, kind of where to point the blame. Virginia, I appreciate you calling in, man. Maybe we'll talk again soon. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, state your name, uh, man. Where are you calling from? Uh, Edgar from Texas. Texas, what's going on, man? Uh, yeah, I was watching this game, man, and then well, I was getting hyped, and then uh, of course everything goes downhill with these ref calls, man. Like, how do you go from Trevor Marlin getting like a little hip touch, and then that was a PI, but then you get a hold call, like a P, uh, no PI call from from uh, I forgot who it was. Uh, holding uh, Nelson Aguilar, yeah. and then the late hit with Derek Carr, yeah. too. Yeah, uh, uh, whatever, uh, Dominican Sue, however you say his name, I don't really know. Uh, the, the dirty player that always comes through and wants to take cheap shots. And, yeah, that was definitely a, definitely a cheap shot, man, definitely a cheap shot. Even, um, you know, you go back and you look at the fumble, the or the, the almost fumble, I guess. They, they called it a fumble from Derek, and then Sue ran it back. That um that yep. call, I mean, pretty much like was like hands to the face. I, I don't really know. I don't really understand what was going on here in this football game, referee wise. The the Gabe Jackson thing kind of just determined it for me. Taking uh yep. taking the the reins and deciding to throw a guy out of the game for something that was really nonchalant is beyond me, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, when I was I was carefully seeing like, okay, what did Gabe Jackson do? And he didn't do anything. He just put his hands on a on a person that was on the field. But I mean, that's pretty much it. Like that, that's what I was like. Are you kidding? This is probably one of the worst officiating calls I've seen in a yeah. long time. Yeah, I mean, like I I, I don't know, like if the refs even had eyeballs. Like <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have no idea what happened. We were twenty. It was twenty four twenty, and then it all of a sudden it was forty five twenty before. Like I just like. When someone came back, I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, oh. it was such, I went from like super happy. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, people are criticizing Gruden for like the field goals and stuff. And I was watching, and I'm watching your your um, show right now. And um, like, yeah, people are, you're, you criticize the, for the field goal and stuff. I mean, but I mean, even if we did get the field goal, it, it would have been, it would have been um, what is it? Oh, it was. It's, that's what put twenty four twenty, and then we would have if the season stepped up, which they sort of did. I mean, we, with that three and thirteen, and then with that yeah. uh, Mike Evans pass, yeah. I mean, if we would have stopped them, then it would have been a three point game if the offense. Which I mean, I believe in the offense because their car is an amazing quarterback, and people just um, they doubt them for some reason. Even though I've been watching them since 2015, right? Just coming in, he's always producing for us. 
yeah. just that you know the, the defense and and the ball comes there just needs to go yeah um just and then i was also thinking like what if the players aren't playing to their capabilities because they see that one comes there isn't what they're it's basically like hey we're wanting here i don't know that that might be a little dear for me but hey who knows right like it's just a game a game that we should have won just like we should have won against the Bills, and then we should have yeah. a game we should have won in Patriots. I mean, we it's a Super Bowl contending team. I agree, but I agree. Hey, but man, when we make not, those mistakes, man. I don't know what's going on with us. I don't yeah. know. What, I don't really what's going on with us, yeah. man. It's uh, it's frustrating. Where it's kind of hot and cold. One week we're looking good, the next week we're struggling. So yeah, caller, I appreciate you calling in, man. I'm gonna take this next one. Thank you, Raider Cody. Yes, sir. Ah, next caller calling in. State your name. Where are you calling from? What's going on? Uh, Matt, I'm calling from Minnesota, but also born in Vegas. Um, yeah, I, I pretty much just want to echo the same sentiment, just that like Paul Gunther needs to go. And I honestly placed this loss on Trent Brown because I think Trent Brown has killed the momentum to everything. Yeah. That's all it takes, man. It and takes I, one person. Oh, yeah. And um, I I, I uh, messaged you on Twitter earlier. I actually made a change.org petition to, uh, for firing Paul Gunther and Trent Brown. <laughs> if you could share that on your Twitter, I would greatly appreciate that's that. That's funny. Yeah, I might, I might do that. I'll take a look at it. I'll take a look at that. I, I, I You know, that's the thing. is It's hard on me. Um, I'm really frustrated right now, and I'm, I'm going to kind of endorse things like that. But um, I hate seeing guys losing their jobs. I hate seeing guys that, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it's, it's bigger than football kind of thing, but um, it kind of is, and it sucks. It sucks because we want the team that we have now that we've seen give us some good moments this year, like against Kansas City and against the Saints. It's cool to see that squad do good. Then during the losses, it's like, you know, you just then you want to talk about the issues. They're, they're easily hitting, hidden during the, the wins. We, we don't feel the need to talk about them, but during a loss – you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to, and, and it's getting just a little frustrating because I felt like that offense wasn't that good, and we, sh- we should have been able to shut them down. Exactly, and it's, what kills me is when you have a good – it's fair to say if, like the, if our roster and defense is bad, Paul Gunther is okay, but when you have the roster that we have, there's zero excuse for how bad they're playing. I'm not saying they're like a top 10 defense on roster. I'd say maybe top 15 with – the players you oh. have, but for how poorly you're playing with what you have, there's zero excuse. Yeah. Like he should, Paul should have been fired up in the the uh, Patriots game. Honestly, <laughs> give Rod a shot, and we could hire Wade Phillips. But it's like Trent Brown. I feel like with his actions, we could get rid of him, like how we got rid of uh, Antonio Brown through you know conduct detrimental to the team. We should just get rid of him, hire somebody, and just be done with it. It is frustrating. I mean, I get that point of it, like just to try and cut ties. But the sad part is like we're seeing what we're dealing with today and we don't have an answer at right tackle. Like there, there's nobody there. Like what are we going to do? I, trust me, I'm just as frustrated as everybody else with Trent Brown. But in my opinion, cutting him isn't going to do us any good. Like I, I, I want to see him on the field and it sucks. Like we, maybe we only get him eight games out of the year, but it's like, shoot. We, we got to have something like it, it, it's frustrating me. Cause it, I just know it. I know he's a good player and I, and I know he's talented and I, oh man, I just want to see him play some football. And that's the frustrating part. I don't see, you know, the, I guess there's always that contract clause that you can pull and say, you know, yeah, like you said, you know, detrimental to the team and you can cut ties and, you know, lose the guaranteed money, whatever. But I don't see that helping us like, okay, maybe we get quit paying the, I don't know the the bad apple, but it's not gonna. It, it doesn't help us. You know what I mean? Him not being on the field is what hurts us the most. I think that good guy or what the guy that got injured before Parker came in. He's he is good. Um, Sam Young, yeah, he does okay. Yeah, Nevin Lawson needs to go too. Like I don't understand why he hasn't been benched yet. It it like truly baffles me. Yeah, I'd like to see Isaiah Johnson get some more snaps, too. I agree with you. Hey, man, I appreciate you calling in. I'm going to take the next caller. Ain't no problem. Caller, state your name. 559. Where are you, where are you calling from? What's going on? Yo, what's up, man? It's Ivan the Great. 
Ivan the Great, bro, the moderator calling in. What is going on, dude? I had, to get, I had to get in on this, bro. I'm just frustrated for today's game. Yeah, me too. Me too. What's 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 frustrating for you, bro? I'm like, Pauly G for sure. Like, I had pretty high hopes for this defense going into the season. Yeah. Because I'm a fan like a few of Abram. And I liked how the linebacker core was coming along. Defensive line, I thought was going to step up big, but in seeing today's game was just frustrating. Yeah, I know next week would be a definitely a good game to bounce back. You have Baker Mayfield who loves to turn the ball over, and you're going to have a pretty pissed off Jonathan Abram coming in for missing this week's game. Yeah, I know for sure he for sure he wanted to be out there today, yeah. but man, I just I hopefully like we can go in against Baker Mayfield and cause some turnovers because I felt like that we we could have capitalized maybe on Tom Brady even like he's been throwing some pick sixes yeah, in his last handful of games and we're out there making him look like prime Aaron Rodgers and it, it's it's frustrating absolutely frustrating I had this I had this game on the calendar I was hoping to Same. have a different outcome like I had Jonathan Aaron with the pick and at least a sack and this, this defense bullying Tom Brady I was hoping to see it but. Man, I never got to, <laughs> got I'm to telling you. I'm telling you, man. Rough game. Ivan the Great, I appreciate you calling in. I'm actually going to make you my last caller, man. So that was, a, that was a good way to wrap it up, bro. I appreciate you. And I want you to get back in the chat now and take care of the crazies for me. <laughs> I for sure appreciate it. <laughs> See you, man. See okay, so that's going to do it right now. Done taking callers for now. Um, we're going to take a little quick break. All these quick breaks. We've got a lot of things to uh, get through here. And we're going to be bringing in our good buddy, Eddie Bersili. So let's go ahead and uh, shift on over. Borsili, my buddy, the uh, most honorary guest of this show and executive producer of NFL Serious XM's radio station. Eddie, what's going on, man? Dude, what is going on? What a disaster of a football game that was, huh? 45 points in our own house? That's something you never want to see, right? I mean, what the hell happened? I mean, literally, the, the doors got blown off this football team in the second half. What an embarrassing performance again by this defense. There's not, there's no way, else, there's no other way to put it, to be honest. Yeah, he, I mean, the the blame. I don't even know like where to put it. Yeah, we were, we didn't have Jonathan Abram, you know, whatever. Uh, Arnett's not back yet, but how? Just the the, the third and thirteen play alone, I think, just kind of just blows the top off of things. And how do you allow you know, that? I just, I just, you know what it is. Someone texted me after the game. The defense was gutless today. And yeah. to be honest, besides for the Chief game last week where they played it with their hair on fire, the defense plays gutless every single week. Now, everybody's been tweeting me like crazy. Is it scheme or is it, or is it personnel? You could blame the scheme all you want. You could blame that they played a soft zone and, and Gunther rushes for. But at some point, someone's got to stand up and make a play on this defense. At some point, someone's going to have to set the tone with a fumble or an interception and or a sack. Brady yeah. stood back there forever. He has no mobility. They were after Mahomes like crazy last week. This week, it's just they just don't get to the quarterback. They're never near the quarterback. It's unbelievable that they don't even trip and fall into a sack once in a while. It doesn't make any sense to me, Eddie. Eddie Borsili calling in on the Stage Door Casino hotline. Make sure you guys stick around because we're still giving away a Josh Jacobs jersey after this phone call. But, Eddie, I, I don't get it. I mean, let, let's go back. Let's, let's turn it over and let's look at the offensive side of the ball. I think it took a little bit for them to maybe get going. We made it a football game, obviously, you know, kind of in the, in the in the second half. But then it just kind of got away from us, and I felt like we just kind of like lost our mojo. My number one question is, what's going on, and why can't Josh Jacobs get involved more in a, like, featured role and be a little bit, I don't know, like, why can't we get creative with it? I see us doing these, like, fake play action, like, you know, maybe like a kind of like an option 
with jet sweeps. You see yeah. Henry Ruggs running across, but we never hand the ball off. We, we never get those little sweeps. So it's like, I feel like we're not getting creative enough in the run game, and it's really hurting Josh Jacobs in this offense. I just think, well, too, let's give credit to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have a really, they have the best run defense in the league. So let's give credit where credit's due. They, they battle Jacobs up, but you're right. Look, you have playmakers, and I tweeted about it again uh, today with Ruggs, too. If you have guys that are difference makers, that are game changers, like Henry Ruggs, like Josh Jacobs, the ball needs to be in their hands all the time. There needs yeah. to be things where they just they get the ball in space. And all the runs today for Jacobs were just it was up the middle, up the middle, up the middle. Sometimes coaches, you know, they just get so hard-headed, and they're like, listen, we're going to run the ball this way, and they have to stop us. Instead, Jacobs in space is a different type of, uh, of player when he gets out in the open field. You know, give him a little swing route, like you said. Give him, give him a couple different things. But it just seemed like they just wanted to force the run up the middle, up the middle. It's just yeah. if it doesn't work, it's not there today. And you, you have to get these guys involved. Josh Jacobs needs to touch the ball more. Henry Ruggs needs to touch the ball more. Yeah. These should be the focal point of your offense. And I'm not blaming the offense. But, again, like you said, the offense is tasked every week with having to score 30-plus points a game to yeah. win. Mm-hmm. That's been a, a position that they should be in because it, again, you can't run the ball. You can't do time, uh, you know, run, run out the clock with a, a defense that gives up this many points. It's just it doesn't work. I agree. This freaking offense, man. I mean, I feel like they're doing good. I feel like we're we're in a way finally experiencing something that's been, I think, even better than almost 2016. I feel like we have that firepower. Of course, there's this little bad apple that's sitting over there at right tackle. And I honestly believe, and I want to know your thoughts on this, that's all it takes is things like this to kind of like derail the team morale, like the locker room. Like they got to make sure yeah. they keep their sights set straight. But it seems like number 77 isn't so much about the team, and he's he's kind of just playing like a not really a poor me, but blame everybody else. I just want to see the dang dude on the football t- on, on the football field. How do you feel, Eddie? Well, that, that, that that's, that's exactly how I feel too. But again, like you said, it's just – it's always a story with this guy. Mm-hmm. This, this guy was the seventh round draft pick, fought his way up, became a really good player and got paid. And ever since he's gotten paid, it seems like he doesn't have the motivation to get on the field. But when he's on the field, he's like the ultimate tease because he's so dominant at his position. Yeah. But he's never on the field. When his contract's over, he's not even going to play you know, probably half the games that he's suited up for. So he's, he's really the ultimate tease right tackle. Look, I'm not going to question. These guys are out there giving their bodies and stuff. You hate the question guys with with injury stuff because the injury stuff you, you don't want to call out a man like a, a guy's manhood yeah but the, the guy's just the guy doesn't seem like he takes look everybody in the nfl is dealing with this covid stuff he obviously went out on the bye week he you know, i don't want to wish the disease on anybody but he gets the disease he brings it back he's around teammates he's not wearing his, his tracking device someone in that locker room needs to step up as a leader as a veteran and say dude enough is enough you're either on this team and with us or get the hell off. Yeah. Because you know John Gruden, if Trent Brown was, wasn't as good as he was, John Gruden would have ran this dude out of town months ago because he, he doesn't put up with guys that don't practice, that don't love the game, that type of stuff. So if Trent Brown wasn't as good as he was, I think he'd be out of there. He needs to either figure out how to get back on the field or if this team matters to him. If not, to ship him out because you don't need that type of thing around a young football team. I agree. I'm 100% with you. Uh, we got to figure it out. Obviously, we're not better with him off the field, so he just needs to you know saddle up take responsibility and get out there and play some football. Now I want to switch this things back. I want to switch things back over. Um, you know, we'll wrap this thing up. It'd be a pretty quick phone call because for me, I'm getting, man, it's been a little over an hour talking about this football game and I'm getting pissed off the more I talk about it, but I want to try and flip it over and look at the, you know, glass half full a little bit. And the fact that we just got through the Buccaneers, a team that was really hot after, I mean, beating the saints was big. We go through those two losses. We come and we beat the chiefs. That was, I mean, that team was really heating up. This Bucks team is really heating up. Yeah, we lost grip of this football team in the fourth quarter, but now we're kind of going into a span of some football teams that I feel like we can kind of hopefully gain a little bit of momentum back. You know, playing the Browns, Chargers, Broncos. We got like a three-game stretch, two divisional rivals, where we can get our mojo back, getting Jonathan Abram back, maybe getting Trent Brown back, maybe getting Damon Arnett back. We might have a full-blown football team, Richie Incognito coming back soon. We could have a full football team here pretty soon, and we could hopefully just be able to erase a game like this out of our memory, worry about the Bucks in the playoffs. What do you think about this football team going forward? I want to be glass half full. I really do. I'm, you know, I'm all on board on the offense, and I'm all about getting these guys back healthy. But, Cody, I mean, 
you can't compete with the defense that they throw out there every single week. These guys, if you're not going to get near the quarterback, any quarterback in the National Football League, Baker Mayfield threw five touchdown passes today. He was against the Bengals, but he still threw five touchdown passes. Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield will sit back there and pick us apart. These quarterbacks will pick us apart. Something has to change on the defense. Oh, I lost him. I think I lost him. Eddie Bersili. So, (laughs) I guess we're going to give away the Josh Jacobs jersey now. So, get in the chat. There's going to be one lucky winner here in this uh, Josh Jacobs jersey giveaway. And it's going to be one of you guys in the chat. Make sure you go down in the description. Follow all four. Follow, subscribe, like, whatever you got to do to all four of those accounts. Make sure you can make that happen. Unfortunately, we somehow dropped Eddie Borsili's call. I'm not really sure how that happened, but we're going to wrap it up anyways. Um, And we're going to give away this jersey. So spam in the chat, Stage Door Casino. Spam, Stage Door Casino. Spam it, spam it, spam it, spam it. And I'm going to pick a winner off of your comments. I will say this game is very frustrating. I'd like to see us do some more in the future. Um, I'd like to see us do some more in the future on defense. I'd like to see us make some moves. I'd like to see Marinelli maybe get more involved. I'm not really sure what the answer is going to be here for defense. But something's got to change. Something absolutely has to change. It's not going to work. Stage Door Casino in the chat. Stage Door Casino is the go-to spot in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm not sure who keeps calling, but I'm not taking any more phone callers right now. So, no more phone calls, of course. I'm telling you, who wants a Josh Jacobs jersey? If you cannot, if you do not win this, like I said, again, Kenny King's mother is dealing with um, a battle, again, with cancer. You can visit OneNationFoundation.net for a second chance to win a Josh Jacobs jersey. $10 for a raffle ticket. Every $10 is another raffle ticket, and you can go in, um, and winner is going to be picked tomorrow. That is an autographed Josh Jacobs jersey framed up. Again, whoever keeps trying to call, please stop calling because I'm not taking any more phone callers. So, winner in the chat, William Simpson. William Simpson, winner in the chat. Make sure you DM me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Stage Door Casino, let them know that you won. Let me know that you won the Josh Jacobs jersey. Congratulations. So that's how we're going to wrap up the show. Obviously, a little not the energy that we wanted. Not the energy I wanted at all. Um, but we're going to make the best of it. We're 3-3. Three and three. We're still there. We're right on the hinges of being able to do something with ourselves. Um, it's just putting things back together, getting more guys back healthy, getting our crap together, getting things set up. I mean, just... Put it together, guys. How hard is that? Get a little bit more creative on offense. Get a little bit more aggressive on defense and see if we can make something out of this football team. It's getting frustrating, I'm telling you. Raider Nation, that's going to do it for episode 112. Raiders are 3-3. Three and three. Tampa Bay Buccaneers decided to come in and do something, but we'll worry about them again, like I said, in the playoffs. There's going to be, a bigger, te- there's going to be bigger games ahead, and hopefully this football team can make something out of that. It's all good. Make adjustments. Get better. Get back out there next week, and let's beat the Cleveland Browns. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, hit those bell notifications, and stay up to date. I appreciate you all, you guys, for tuning in. You guys sit here and tune in after a loss. I salute you guys, man. That's um, diehard Raider Nation. It's what we do. Uh, Win, lose, or tie. Raiders till we die. I love that stuff. So appreciate you guys for tuning in, sticking through this thing with me. Um, And I'll see you guys for the next video. Peace.
Hey guys, it's Mike. As you know, I adopted my pup Rocky from a local rescue. Now, when people ask me what kind of dog Rocky was, I was always stumped. I used an Embark Dog DNA test to decode my most puzzling questions about Rocky. You can also learn about your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Unlock over 350 breeds and screen for over 200 genetic health risks. Save $50 on a breed and health kit with promo code KIT at EmbarkVet.com. Again, that's promo code KIT.